Hi, this is Rosalind Darby here for Local Architecture Now, first of the year, February, and we have with us a very interesting retired professional from Netherlands. Hi, Ben. Hi, Rosa. Yes, I am from the Netherlands, and uh, I'm a landscaper by trade, but uh, since I'm retired, I don't do much about it except in my own garden. In your own garden, which I've seen, which is interesting. Mm. So, Ben, you can pronounce your surname. Katan. Katan. Um, I met Ben for the first time actually in the middle of nowhere, 45 minutes out of um, Wanganui, in a place called yep. Mangamahi, came to visit me, and um, wasn't long before, uh, you know, I kept thinking, gosh, he would be great on my radio program. As I said, Ben is from the Netherlands, and before he came to New Zealand, he was head landscaper. Uh, yes, I was uh, head of the green department in the council, for the council, and... That means I had to uh, organize all the tools, the machinery for the, for the people working in the, in, the, uh, in the for the council in the green, like in the cemeteries and the roads and road the booms and soccer fields and whatever everything was green. Also, part of my job was uh, pest control, like rats and mice and wasps and bees, if that was a problem, and. Well, that was more like my... And uh, we had meetings with the locals that in the residents, uh, how to make compost. I was uh, involved in that to advise the people. And we, as council, we provided the people with compost bins, how to do it, even on the uh, second, third, fourth floor in the buildings. Did you? And the only balcony that could make their own compost and and use it back in the packs or for their own use. Okay, because you could you could take the compost from them. Uh, they, they were they were allowed to put it in the, in the patch. Yes. Oh, they were allowed to. Yeah. And so, how, which years was this? Like early eighties, late seventies. That was in oh, sixties, seventies. Let's see. That's amazing. I mean, Holland has always been from when I was working in this in this group called the Green City Project Team in eighty one. My reference was in our work was to go back was lots of research mm -hmm. from Holland, lots of information from Holland around urban and planting and townscaping, mm -hmm. and you guys were leaders in the eighty one. But obviously, you were talking about composting, so that people's rubbish basically got contained on their own property. Well, that was the whole thing, and we wanted to uh, reduce the rubbish, the rubbish collection, and, and and whatever was compostable, people should use composted, and if they couldn't use it, they could. Bring it back in the packs. Yeah, you know you can in the, in the rose rose garden or whatever. I mean, that's, it was good compost. And but the main thing for the council was we didn't want to fill up the landfill. Right. Just reduce the rubbish. Yeah. And that worked very good. Right. That was good. Yeah. And was this a mandate that council issued to you? As you were, you were, what was the town that you were based in for a start? Yeah. I've been living in several places in the Netherlands. And you were always in the same role in different towns? Yes, I started uh, from the bottom. And then in, in the Netherlands, it is quite normal. If you work for the council and you want to study, then they give you extra time. And like They gave me one day a week off. I could go to, uh, to the school. To, to, I did uh, like uh, organizing for, for an organizing course in the green department, mm -hmm. how to manage it. And we had to go to weekends to, uh, and we had to hire a fire staff. 
Mm-hmm. Now that's all set up, of course. Ma- they taught you management, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, management. Yeah. So they understood that the scope of and the skills were really important to have. Yes. A well-run, a good leadership was important. Yes, and then you went to for pest control. You went then uh, day to another course and that sort of things. Yeah. So, uh, you, so you you weren't just in one town and all this experience. You you did no. But, but what happened there when you work your way up and you got a certificate again, then they do not want to promote you in the same town usually because you work with your own people and there's what you do you go to another town sure and if you go within three years less than three years you go to another town you have to pay back your study but you not all of them but part of it yes but usually what a new uh, council did they paid then the difference again okay Let's say you you owe thirty thousand dollars, and you've been there two years. Then say okay, twenty thousand is gone. Ten thousand net council takes that again. Sure, it's like in the old days we had bonding. People went to university, yes. but they got bonded in the holidays to work for the Ministry of Works or whatever. Mm. And if they left, if they left to work in a private firm before their term, they had to sort of pay that bit back. Yeah, that's they yeah. over the same. Yeah, but because I always went from one council to the other council. It was never a problem sure. for me because the other council took it over. Yeah, and then I started another course in. Yeah, worked me up to the top of management. And uh, it was a little bit funny. One of my mates, he said, you're never uh, satisfied until you're really in trouble, he said. <laughs> and I think I think it was partly it was all right because uh, I find out the higher you get promoted, the more you get to do it politics. And that's one side I did not like. And that was one of the main reasons I, I chose to uh, emigrate, come to New Zealand. Because I, I hated it. Um, if I advised the council and I said, hey, uh, that and that street needs new trees, and, and the council was, they want the new trees there, and the, the people in the street, they said, no, we want all, uh, let's say, um, uh, willows. And, now, and I said, that street is not suitable for willows. We should, uh, we should plant chestnuts or something like that. But the council was then, overturned that and they listened to the people because they want the votes of those people mm-hmm. and then in a couple of years you have to replace the whole lot because they die and and get all sorts of troubles and so that's yeah. the experience you know one of the, one of the experiences you had was to yes. notice that sort of thing yeah. happened yeah that even though you advise based on the right right plant for the right circumstances yeah. right ground conditions but the mayor can overrule it always over there yep and, and he's it, doing and kind the, of what some of the people want a little bit. It, it, Please it, the people. Yeah. Yeah. Never okay. mind your own staff and never mind you pay for this education. They always listen to the other people more. Yeah. But you yeah. had an incredible amount of range of um, scope of work over the years, didn't you? I yes, mean, you I designed did. parks and... Yeah, parks. And yep. you, yeah, you, I mean... Even bridges. I mean, not a bridge builder, but... <laughs> you designed bridges? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we had to uh, in a new new uh, area and it was in, was in Finkerfein. Mm-hmm. This town of Finkerfein, and uh, that was an interesting place because it was always sinking. Yes, and it was it was more like a pitchy area, and uh, there came a motorway straight through. Yeah, and that cost a million a meter to build that. If you had a flagpole and you wanted to put it in the swamp, you you could you could climb to the top, but you were still in the ground because the flagpole go down 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 down. Yeah. It was so swampy. So, so, so swampy. So this, this motorway had such incredibly deep piles. Is yes. That, is that the cost? Yes. The foundations were so deep. That's right, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the Netherlands, because of its very 
small land area, mm-hmm. a lot of which is very wet, are incredibly yeah. competent at getting cities compact and well-built mm-hmm. and s- compared to some of us, a little bit well-designed. Yeah, it was, uh, the, the eroding was, was not my main thing. I Sometimes my, my colleagues said, oh, can you help me with so-and-so? There was a little bit involved, but main thing was my, my job was the, the, the booms. Make sure that we one side with all the cables and the lines and everything that buried there, yeah. And the other side was there for, for planting and that that fixed. So you mean these quite major roads? You had to con- you had to consider the booms or just yeah. small neighbourhood roads? Neighbourhood roads, everything. Everything in town, yeah. So you had to Foot look parts, at the, you had to look at the infrastructure, the engineering of the services and the booms. That's right. You had to understand that and de- yeah. deliver plans for that. Yeah. And coordinate all the contractors, subcontractors. Yeah. Okay, you'd project manage the installation of those things? That's correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. more for the, the plant area. More for the plant I've, area. I always organise the landscapers and they say, hey, this is, my, this is the plan for that area. Can you work that out and how much will that be? And I always had to ask three different ones. Three different tenders? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's from And you got to know, you know, perhaps people who are good, you could rely on or you better oh, yeah. If you, if you couldn't rely on them, you never ask them again. And never ask them again. No, that, yeah, that's just still had to have three tenders. Yeah, yeah, that's just for. Uh, and um, across the areas that you worked in, how how different were the were the ground conditions, or was it generally pretty wet in these different? Towns? Oh no, yeah, I've been working in towns where it's very sandy, okay. dry and, and sandy. Okay. And I like that with better because you can plant nearly everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, as long as you put in enough sort of composty stuff. Uh, no, the, the, if the trees settle, you make your plant. Uh, you, we, but we usually did once a year at uh, Harbour Day, and, uh, all the school kids, and I had to organise that too. Yes. And then the school kids plant their all trees in, in a certain area. Yeah. Because we, uh, we usually uh, organised the holes were all dug, and then, uh, and then the kids came with trees, and we plant, brought the trees in in the morning. All the kids came in with spades and planted the trees. And then after that, we went to a hall, usually we uh, had a video or something like that. And we, we had a booklet, usually, with educational stuff. For the children, or after that? After, that was after the planting. And they get all on drink and all sorts of okay, things. Okay, yeah. And, and so yeah. you'd have a little lesson after the planting. Yeah. 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 And they'd have little booklets to take away or something. Yes. Okay, and yes. all schools would get a book. And, pack, and packets, yes. Okay, and All cool. sorts of things, and the coloured things. and A goodie bag. Yeah, yeah, but it was all educational. They yeah. always, uh, what kind of trees they were planting, and then, yeah. But with a wide range of work that you did, you must have sort of risen to the challenge. I mean, some people couldn't actually, may not have the skills to lead children, for example, as well as all the other infrastructure I don't skills know. you have to do. I never had problems. With that. You just had to do it. <laughs> you just have to do it. And yeah, then, yeah. The first time is always a bit nervous, just like it now. I mean, it's the first time. I mean, it's a bit nervous, maybe, but now it is. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't find it really, uh, especially when my own kids were there too, planting trees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a bit different, but that's okay. Yeah. And um, there was situations where you had to source trees from all sorts of other parts of the country to get them into... Yeah. Yeah. That was usually the, uh, uh, the best... Qu- uh, um, Tree plants, uh, by trees, is in the south of the Netherlands. There are a lot of nurseries there. I actually, there are more, more and more now all over the country, uh, certain areas. But 
if you live in a certain area, you you try to buy the trees there too because they're used to that that type of soil. Yeah. And, and that's important too. So, so if you're in an area, you would look at what the particularly indigenous trees are or the ones that are commonly doing no, well no. there? You can you can use any tree, but if they grow there and you transplant them, you go them similar uh, topsoil. Yeah. That's, that, that was more... Right. More important than where it came from, that was not. A, if it came from a sandy area, and I usually went to the south of all in the Netherlands, in Brabant, then buy the trees there, and then you said that goes to that in that town. Yeah. Yeah. In another town, you you went Alsmeer, is is that's a pity area. Yes. And like Finkerfen is a pity area, and she said, "Oh, buy the trees there." And but usually, you, usually you got a nursery. But can provide what you want. And You've got uh, relationships with them, and they know what's coming on. Yeah. They know what you're going to be calling That's in right. year by. They sort of have an idea of what your ongoing orders would be. Yeah. And they're and they're growing in in relationship to that. Yeah. Okay. Or they buy it from other nurseries and, oh. prof- and sell it to you. Okay. To the council. Yeah. They they do the collection. I just tell them that and that is what we want, and then they they bring it in. Yeah. It was quite yeah. I liked it. It was good. Mm. It's good planting the trees and. Yeah, 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 mm. and see, yeah. I always tried something and then like uh, new plants in a certain area, like uh, between the footpath and the and the and, and the road yes. where the cars were, and you plant uh, instead of grass, we did sometimes shrubs. Yes, and they need once a year pruning and then and but all try try a little bit different, one street that and the other street that, and yeah, instead of only grass. And only grass. Mm. We were just talking about that, that a while ago, weren't we? That's in, right. In New Zealand, yeah. the whole yeah. wildflower um, along the motorway boom kind of um, experiments that are happening. Yeah, they did that in Auckland. They uh, they planted all the they had wildflowers there for that was oh, probably in eighty five six probably. Was it all that time ago? Yeah. Yeah. No, not that long. Maybe nineties. I have to think where was living. Yeah. Probably probably in the nineties. Nineties. So. Yeah. Yeah. And they had, that, that looked beautiful. But it's uh, the wildflower. If people can imagine, you know, swaths of wildflowers along the roadside. That looks beautiful. But it's huge maintenance, and it's all a lot of science around it. And, yeah, and uh, I like the idea some tourists, they stopped and they picked flowers. like On a busy road? Uh, well, they park and off oh, the road. Okay. Yeah. Luckily. Yeah. Uh, if they're clever enough. Not everyone is that like that. But, uh, yeah, that was, uh, it, it was nice, but only for a couple of weeks. And then you got all the, the rubbish to clean up again. Usually you got a rotary O and then a rotary O it all in. And that provides the humus for the soil again. But um, the problem is with, 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 with no, I'm not saying it's only in New Zealand, it's all over the world. Yes. People throw stuff out of the car and that hangs between the flowers. And if it is, is high, I mean, then you can't see it unless you, uh, until you clean it up. And then you say, oh, where's all the rubbish coming from? Yeah, people throw it out of the car. Yeah, and that's what I find. I, I I think I would I wouldn't recommend it anymore. Yeah, I've seen it, and uh, there are beautiful places, and I've seen seen beautiful uh, examples, and especially in the Netherlands, and that I thought that looks nice, but uh, the people are not not educated enough. I think so. They they misuse it. Yeah, and 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 you have to pay for it. Yeah. 
running over a mower is easier than uh, coming back and do the weeding. And do all the seeding again and plan all the seeding. So yeah. seasonal, it, it all sort of comes up in different st- stages and the colour waves and everything. That's a yes, lot of planning and ratepayers' money. It's yeah. a high uh-huh. pick all flowers and then it looks, it's on a high. And then it goes down. It starts and it goes on a high and then it comes down again. Yeah. And then you've got a mess to clean up. But... I actually noticed this last week out in here in Waikana in Mahara Place in our big concrete bunker planters. Yeah. I think our councils had a crack at doing mass planting because it was just looking really good last week. Mm. And they had the big sort of high daisies mm. and then they had the lower ones just, just around the corner down in the laneway here. And it looked like they were sort of – and there was all these different bright colours. And it, oh, looked, and and it was, it was in, a, in those sort of planters and it was looking like they had yeah. really moved on between from sort of like the design by numbers, plant by numbers, to having yeah. kind of – Different heights and different mass plantings and different colours. There you go. But that yep, was in that a specific is. area where they can actually, you know, they've got to put the time into it and, and they've got the expertise and, t- and money available to do that. There, there are beautiful gardens here. If you go, uh, I think it is, how oh, you call that? If you go to Wellington and, uh, and, and the roadsides, it's nice planter beds. Yes. And, and beautiful colours, nice, organised. Some of that. Like in Parkwood, they do it too. Yes. They've got beautiful places and all ni- neatly planted. And the maintenance at the moment was a bit low, I think. So, but normal, it's quite quite nice there. Yeah. And uh, it looks uh, very good and it's well organized. And yeah, you've got ma- mass planting of uh, begonias or uh, petunias. They, they last long. Yeah. And, and that's a lot nicer than, uh, than you've got all the wildflowers. Wildflowers wildflowers mm. and it's a bit messy sometimes mm. but if you do all petunias you can have different colors you can mix it up but yeah you can take one color I, th- I think you can play with it and and make make beautiful patterns you can put the town's name in it but you said oh, everything is uh, yellow and then you put bl- blue in and so and put in th- did you town. do that sometimes in, we in did yeah we did uh, around the how you call that um Around a boom or, or sort of like... A no, we did it, we did it around the uh, council's house, the building. Oh, around the, the council house, yeah, yeah the, the, the council tower, chambers, the, the chambers. Yeah, there was a tower clock and then a big pack and off there in the front and that needed to be planned as you got your, your lines in there and you put your colours in there. Yeah. It was quite nice. I, I just used it, but my job was more, more design it to say that's what we want and then, and then uh, the guy in the... And uh, we had we had uh, hot houses and they grow the plants when we wanted. You had your own hot houses. Oh yeah, yeah. Your own nurseries. And uh, that was main mainly done by um, what you call the social workers, the uh, invalid people. Yeah. yeah they disability they, would. Disab- yeah, disability people. They they were growing uh, seedlings, one year. Uh, you mean they were sort of they were given that job? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they did a marvelous job. Okay. Yeah. And because then, then you got, instead of just give them an, uh, an, 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 give them money every, every month, now they work for it. They they enjoy their job. But you're actually giving them a sort of like or giving people a something if by growing something and seeing the results right. of your work and seeing it coming from a seed to a plant to seeing it actually in the right. in the ground and yeah. public places, yeah. is is a, is a really sort of. Um, yeah, it's good good work experience. You, you 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 grow your own seedlings for for council use. Yeah. Instead of well, the 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 people who buy do the professional. They should they need money too, of course. But uh, 
but if you do it from the council, you can save uh, save tax money. Yeah. Can you if you do it for council? Because you were doing yeah. a lot of buying in from private private companies. Then you, you? then you pay a lot more. Yeah. So you're doing more. that, but you also had in-house council. One 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 council we did only only our own stuff. Okay. That was complete all done. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting about the the, the um, social you know, social welfare kind of social inco- in- mm. income support we call it here labour because yeah. um, when we did this um, streetscapes across Ponsonby and Greyland early eighties with Auckland Regional Authority, I got to design them once I talked to all the residents, but um, it was all able to be implemented even though it was like a completely unexpected kind of project hadn't been really mm. set up but. The, the residents wanted this idea of, of making their streets more like outdoor rooms instead of just thoroughfares for big trucks mm. to rush across to the Auckland Harbour Bridge. Yep. And so we spoke to the residents and we had street meetings and we had surveys and then we took these. And from that I was able to keep feeding back to the residents the right sort of designs. And we were able to take that to the Auckland City Council traffic engineers and they could see, oh, if we do this, we know that's what people want, so we're going to do this. Yep. But I still didn't think after all that communication that was ever really going to happen. But it did. But they used, in the day, back in the day in the 80s, they had this thing called PEP workers, Project Employment Workers. And it was like instead of being on the dole, they would give you these things. And so all these um, cobblestones, which were really ancient, old, t- traditional yeah. Auckland Street cobblestones, not just concrete things, they got all these traditional cobblestones and they built all these things, but it was all done by PEP workers. Mm-hmm. And so they were able to they were able to actually contribute to the community, and local yep. people could actually do it themselves as well. And it's really highly permanent. Yeah. But it was great. And they don't have that anymore. They don't have that kind of labour pool. It's depending on the, how big are the streets, and if the people want it. Like if you go in uh, like in Austria and Germany, you got all the balconies with the geraniums mm-hmm. and all sorts of beautiful flowers hanging over the balcony. And, and and that looks beautiful. The whole summer is it's, it always they look after it. And in the Netherlands, we we started to have planters in the front of the house or the gardens. If the people want to do a little garden, that means we we had um, we had in competitions. Yeah. And like in I think it was in August September I think so we in front of the council. It was one of my jobs was to we walked through the town through all the streets, uh, with, uh, usually the three of us, and we had a notepad and say uh, number that and that. I gave them ten and that and nine and that and six and that and seven. And we gave all numbers, uh, the quality and the beauty of the garden. Yes. And the best one got a prize. Yes. For a good next year. Yeah, yeah. Was that was that um, you didn't supply the plants? They they, no, they that, just did their own garden. They did their own garden. And you garden. had a sort of street, yeah. a pride in your neighbourhood streetscape. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. You can also what uh, another council did, and they provided because they had bigger glass houses. They had a lot of plants over, and yeah. they provide to the count to the people. Yes. They could for a very low price, and they could plant them in, in their own garden. Yeah. And, and that was usually in the front and the roadside. Roadside, yeah. To bring colour in, in the neighbourhood. So do you think, like, in Holland, uh, the cities generally, uh, the streets are much more densified, the, the housing is much more condensed, yes. rather than like New Zealand? Oh, yes, yeah. So you had much more condensed housing and, mm. and much more compact use of streets. Well, you've got a small garden, you don't spend much money, and you've got it all beautiful done. Yes. Yeah? And you can, next year... You but you really, when, you've got, when you've got high density, or much more high density than we have here in our suburbs, 
you really do notice nature. You don't need a lot of it to notice it, I find. Like that's like in Japan, you see one tree, and that does a lot. Just mm. one pot plant outside that's a high dent, yep. a block of flats makes yep. a big difference. Yeah, and but, but here you've got an acre, a quarter acre section, and then and, and, uh, there's quite a bit of land. Quite a bit of land, and, and, and you can't deal with it. And the Netherlands is not. I mean, there's some small places. Mm. It's only get one or two meters wide in the front. Yes, and and you want color there. Yeah, and, and you but can also. Manage it because there's not a lot of there's not a lot to deal with. So you, you and it is affordable. It's affordable. Yeah, because it's not a lot you have. Well, to the do. plants are a lot cheaper over there than here. I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure. But that, when I was doing that street thing, and I thought, well, you know, how do we do this? And look at look at international research and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the thing that came up that I really referred to was actually out of Holland at the time. This was 81, and they'd been doing these streets. They'd had a whole bunch of experience and research and outcomes on doing streetscape mm-hmm. work, um, which is sort of just modifying the streets. It's sort of like traffic calming. Instead of, like, how do you slow, slow traffic going, you know, racing through these residential streets? You don't put bumper bars in because that yeah. drives everybody nuts. It drives the, it drives the residents nuts because the cars are changing down all the time every time they go past a bump outside their house and it annoys the motorists because they feel it's damaging their cars. So the Dutch said, do not do bumper bars to slow down traffic in residential areas. But they had this thing called the Verneuf, which was this whole design scheme, which is what I referred to, and that was W-O-O-N-E-R-F, whatever that means. Oh, yeah, Wonerf. Oh, yeah, so you know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what is that? Wonerf, that is... uh, Wone is a living. Uh-huh. Erf is a, is an uh, an erf. Well, you no your your property your okay. you used lifestyle your, you, your lifestyle you square meters around the house. That's uh, an erf. The erf. Okay. Erf, yeah. Okay. Wone living erf. living living yard. Yeah. Li- living, living yard. Living yard. Probably that's the best. Knowledge. Okay. So they had these sort of public living yards as part of like Australia a transition public. between the private and the public of the street. Yeah. It was kind of a way of the transition yeah. so that the public space of the street was was kind of a soft edge towards the house. Instead of doing the jumper bar, the, the, the other bars, yeah. you make the street like zigzag, you cross. You do. Yeah. What we did in uh, the last... Uh, but I was living in the place. We had a canal yeah. when before to transport peat in and the potatoes, and, and that was not... Transport the, peat and potatoes. Yeah, that was in history. And yeah, OK. Now they filled all the canals again. Yeah. Well, n- not all of them, but in that town. They filled it all up with sand and put a road on the top. That means you've got side roads for push bikes, for biking, but the main road, and that is not going a straight line, but the canal was always in one long straight line. But now they make they zigzag it. Yes. And they go that's that you slow it down. Zigzag to slow you down, yeah. And in the middle when, when they did, they put planters about that high and you you have to go between two planters and go all So how did the cars they accepted that or do they think, Oh, this is a really annoying thing? The council did it and you have to accept it. You have to accept it. Yeah. Otherwise you damage your car if you run over. Yeah, yeah. They don't do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, so that's we, we, when I was looking at this, yeah. I found an evidence-based example from yeah, the Netherlands. Well, 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 the Wonerf. Well, the Wonerf, yeah. The well, Wonerf is more like uh, the people got, uh, got, got way. You have to get way in everything. Yes. You're not allowed to go fast. Well, I think it's, it's very slow, maybe 30 People days. dominate. People are, people, and people are, people are number one. Bikes are number two. 
and a f- down in the bottom there's the cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These the are in, these are in domestic neighbourhoods, and the kids can play on that. That's on exactly the road. it. Yeah. yeah, that was what we were looking there's, for. There's the main road, and then you off the main road you go in the Wonner. In the Wonner, and, and there's all houses around, and you zigzag through it. Zigzag through it. Yeah. yeah. And in one case, you were using the canal to to modify it as well. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, the space was there, and it needed full, and uh, yeah, yeah, it needed the road. So this might oh, that was the best option. Yeah. Mm. And now they're going reversing that. Where, where there is roads, they're now um, in some highways in some cities where there's big uh, motorways. They're now around, turning yeah. it back into walkways and gardens and things. They're going back the other way, trying to yeah. in some in some. You know, big. You know, what yeah, I find in Netherlands was, was, was uh, when we designed um, the last park I designed, and you put all the raised raised gardens in. Yes. That was for uh, handicapped people in a wheelchair yeah. that they could touch the flowers and uh, smell them and so. Uh, and they were special also for dogs. It was then was all planted, all shrubs, and there was a narrow entrance. And that was the only place you could let your dog off the release. And there was a post in the middle where they left yep. the leg. Yeah. And that was an, a dog area, okay. only for dogs. And was that bounded by shrubs? Yes. Not a fence necessarily? No, it okay. was just shrubs. Yeah, and, and people obviously adhered to that rule. That, that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Not everybody. But it meant that people could bring their dogs out. And, and, yes. And, and, and when they went yeah. for a walk, they had... They yes, could... and where the park start usually close to the entrance was a place like that in uh, nearly the end of summer, wherever you went, midway you went. Sure. Well, usually two, two places where you could let your dog out. Okay. But not on the main area where the kids were playing soccer and, and running around. No dogs allowed. Sure. And, but yeah, not everybody is listening. And but mainly, yeah. That was the whole yeah, setup to do that. Mm. Yeah. And when you're when you're when you're organising your parks or designing your parks, you'd have all these different itineraries of of things that you had to actually incorporate. Like yeah. you had to have all of these things. You had to had to meet the. Well, you got you got to list what they want. Yeah. Yeah. And say so we got quite a few wheelchairs. There's you make accessible for the wheelchairs, and another uh, the last one we wanted a swamp area. Well, there's an end of a canal was not not filled up. They said, oh, we leave that open yes. and put some stuff in there and plant all swamp plants. Wetland stuff. Wetland, yeah. So you were looking at that way back then, re- reclaiming some of the wetlands. That's right. That was in the 80s, early 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And sort of just so making use of those as sort of drainage areas as well. That's right, yeah. Stormwater drains, um, sort That's of sumps yeah. and stuff, yeah. So yeah. we're just catching up with that these days. We're just starting to relook at our wetlands where they were sort of really drained. Mm. And now, obviously, now with Auckland, with all the flooding, they're starting to look at how we can naturally manage our stormwater runoff. With well, they had a problem in Auckland. Eh? Major some, problem. Yeah, there's some problem. Yeah, yeah. So the, go back, these Verners, would they be like experimental in Holland or is there a general kind of trend in these high-density neighbourhoods to oh, really no, look at... You, most cities got them. Most, most, most cities, cities have that, got it, that yeah. treatment. Yeah, but last time I was there, uh, I, I really got used to it and... Uh, Slow down, slow down. <laughs> yeah, because you have to slow down. You have to slow down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. People, Pe- people are predominant. People are the priority, and then it goes in different grades. That's right. But yeah. nearly every city got that. Yes. They got a normal nerve. Yes. A normal nerve. Okay. Cool. Nerve, yeah. so, all right. So yeah. it's all still, still relevant. But to that, that is since uh, 
I say I think since the eighties, early eighties. Yes, 80s, that's when it was. I was yeah. looking at an eighty one, and been yeah, going for like they just yeah, it was fresh yeah. research. Yeah. Yeah, we were we were uh, we we had we had no need for it because where I was living in the street, it was was a canal was filled too again, and but there was also a six through it. No, you you the bars. No, you just go through it. Yes. But uh, no bumper bars. No. So um, obviously. As children growing up, all we knew about Holland was these wonderful canals and tulips and things. But so has there been a reduction in the canals because of the way that tran- stuff is transported? Well, there is, there are a lot. They changed it because for uh, stormwater, you need canals for the stormwater there. There's the, they organised it and, and make make well more more economical ones. Yeah, and, and they rationalise the stormwater system. Make okay. New ones. Oh, okay. There's the, yeah, it yeah. is changing, and that's normal. Yeah, I find that uh, pity where I was uh, as a boy with the ice skating. Yeah, there's no canal anymore. Because you can't. Do. We we jumped on the on the ice in front of the house, and we we were skating all the way to Germany, <laughs> and and on the canal. No, you can't. The all canals right. are gone. Things change. Well, there are bits and pieces there, but I mean, no. How far to Germany was that? Uh, it was probably about eight, nine k's. Oh, let's say ten kilometers wow. to, to yeah. the border. Yeah. From where I was living, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So were you saying you were doing this landscaping work in the 60s with all of these innovations? And was that when it started? I, yeah, 50s. 60s, 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 70s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, but 60s, 60s was more the study, and the 70s was more the hands-on. And, yes, and, Okay, okay. And um, all the different relationships that you had to have with the politicians to negotiate and, and project manage and get well, these things more like underway. A, the green, greenies, eh? Yeah, they had oh, the greenies? The, that was sometimes a bit... And they want to have a say, quite often a say in it. And um, you couldn't do anything. You have to discuss that with the greenies. Yes. Like here with certain other people, you have to... Discussed before you can do something, yeah. otherwise you get in trouble, and that is that is over there too. But, but that's with the greenies usually. Yeah, yeah. And if you're good friends with them, then it is workable. But yeah. Way back in the seventies was a big high, high time for for, for for conservation. Yeah. It's depending how active they were. Yeah. Some were very fussy and very fanatic, but some were more lenient. And, yeah, yeah. Mm. So you had all of that, yeah. Yeah. And and you were talking, and you've. You were talking. You're showing me some of your plans, some of your beautiful landscape plans, yeah. and and you're beautifully detailed. I mean, they're gorgeous drawings. Some oh, of those, okay. some of these ones here, and mm. and then you had that those little pamphlets, the little booklets you put together, which had um, they were just descriptions about botanical descriptions and sketches of different plants. That's so you, what I should do here too. I think so. And, and, and you think and we should do that Capiti here? and uh, and Orofenova, they should should. Um, have that kind of stuff for the kids. Um, for the kids, yeah. Yeah. And something like that, that is very nice too. If they've got something like that, they can um, give it to the kids and they can walk through the streets and they can find the plants they... Uh, they can do walk, walk, walking walking tours through the streets, through their local right. streets, and look at the local What's there? wildlife as well as the plantings. Because these sketch, these little sketches of birds, and these are the wildflowers. 
Yeah, that's the wildflowers. Everybody, oh my goodness, this is beautiful. Yeah. Oh, this is an example. This is your. This is looking. This is the city culture I was living. This this is how you um do how you do the whole wild the whole wild the whole town the whole town this with wildflowers. The, the city of Leeuwarden. Yeah. And uh, but but you can find there. And all of the every single plant has been itemized and described. That's right. Yeah. And and sketches of all of these different yeah. plants. And that's very good uh, ed- education for kids. I think so. Yeah. And uh, you got um, um, you got sim- more sim- simpler things like that. It's more simple, but uh, it's very very good for kids. So were you asked to produce these, or did yes, you? Yes, I was working on one in '82 uh, when I left the Netherlands. Yeah, I was working on one and start collecting all the stuff that I needed. Yeah, you, you you go outside and uh, I did a lot of photo, uh, make photos. Yes, and put photos in and and, and that sort of things and. Then, and then do it together and say you can go to. Uh, then you can uh, from the school you can have a program say hey, uh, where you find that and that tree? Mm-hmm. There's they have to go through town and they find that tree. Yeah. And and it's only one tree where all those trees are. Yeah. And they have to find it out. And I find that that was good. Yeah. Mm. It was good. Yeah. Hands on and working with the schools yeah. and and and. I worked a lot with the schools. Yeah. And also with uh, retirement centres. That was uh, was more rewarding, I think. So they are more serious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had afternoon uh, once once in a while. We had afternoon teas, and in the in, in, in the clubhouse, and all the people could ask questions, and could say, "Hey, what? I got a tree, so and so. What can I do?" Okay. And that's, if I couldn't find it out, and the description said, "Okay, name and address. I will visit you next week." And then I could pop in, and we were talking in his garden, and and about his, but all free. free. It was a voluntary offer by council. Yeah. To the, to, yeah. to talk to the seniors yeah. about their specific yeah. their little plants. But everybody could ask questions. If you had a question, you call the council, and and uh, I said, okay, yep, yeah, I'm next week, and I'll give them a call, and I, I come in and be able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And that was about uh, how to grow the trees and we're not. And about how mm-hmm. you, you gave advice about uh, the garden. Yeah, mm. lovely. Yeah, that's what I, I, that was one of the things I really enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. You get more contact with the people itself. Yes. And uh, oh, cool, yeah. cool. They had such a wide range of um, huge scope of kind of different aspects to the work. You covered it all, really. I mean, and well, then then you decided had enough of politics. What was yeah. Do you want to tell that story about the oak tree? Oh, the oak tree. The one that you had to get, you had to get it from. You were commissioned yeah, to we, get it from another part of Holland. Yeah, we were planning to build a new council building. The old one was 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 old and it needed replacing. There's the, we um, the council bought a property from the from the nuns. They had a, a monastery there. Yes. And they bought the property in the front, and the nuns went to the back. Okay. Uh, and uh, that was a bit funny, actually, because the earthwork was done. And I, I look, I look. We had a building where I was sitting high up, and I could see down there. There were the kids playing down there, and they were playing with skeletons. And I think oh, that's not on. As I went down, and. Uh, I said, "Kids, what are you doing?" Oh, sir, we find all those bones and blah blah. Ah, oh, I said, but that is from from the nuns. They've been living here, and it was an old cemetery. You can't do that. But 
I got a couple of bags again. Please put it all in the bag. And I put it all. I had five bags full of, of, of bags. Catherine's just absolutely in hysterical. Oh, she's shocked. <laughs> Our announcer here. Yes, I'm, I'm the technician. I've just, uh, I've just fallen over. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on with your story. I had, had those bones. And uh, then, yeah, I, I put them in my boot. And the next day I had to and, uh, talk with a guy. Because put the all the, council, the, council the non cemetery bones here. in the back of your boot. Yeah, I had for five days I didn't get those bones in my boot. But the guy from, uh, from the south of the Netherlands, he came over to talk about trees. And they said, oh, we need two big trees, a chestnut and an oak tree. That has to be planted here. And he said, okay. I said, and do you got some? I said, well, come over and have a look. Then I went over and that kind of oak tree... That's a beauty. I said, yeah, okay. And um, I made a photo of it. And I, I said, I can find a similar chestnut. Okay, two trees. It was quite a bit of money. And I went back to town and uh, the council had just a meeting. As I knocked on the door and, yeah, I come in. And I said, I find a tree, an oak tree for you guys. And uh, I said, I don't think it is suitable, but if you want it, that, that's... Uh, Happy. They said they wanted an oak tree, but you had... They wanted an oak tree. And, and I said, don't do it, but they said, yes, we want it. They, they could have a far better one. But, but anyway... You got the, the beautiful oak tree. We got a beautiful oak tree. And there was one truck with a uh, loader at the, at the back. The tree was lying on the, on the tree, a big bag around the roots and so, and, 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 uh, and the chestnuts was there, two, two, two trees on the one truck. We... Uh, the, the overbridges were not always high enough. They had to squeeze under there. And when they came to close to the town, they stopped, and uh, the busy motorway, they stopped the traffic, and they go, the off-road that went on, because they couldn't get under there, they just have to go over the, over the top. Yes. And uh, there's the police was there and stopped the traffic, and everything was organised. And then it came, with it has to be planted, there was a crane there, and we put a D and a half drill and hole straight through the tree mm-hmm. and hooked out the tree on them, lift it all up yeah. and put it in the planter in, in the hole where it's at the You had it pre-dug? It was all pre-done. And uh, no, it was good and everybody happy. And the, the mayor and the council were very happy. What a beautiful tree, yeah. Got all lined out of scored. He could, couldn't fall over. But after a while, the tree was not too healthy. And uh, I got a report, somebody was really concerned. They said, no, I'll have a look. I said, yeah, the tree is dying. And uh, it's drowning. Yeah, and, they, uh, and the mayor said, I want a new one. I said, you can't have a new one because I, that's not fair. Anyway. The, and they cost a fortune. Well, it was $10,000 for one tree. Back uh, in at the that day. time. Back in the day. Yeah. And anyway. The the guy who came from uh, from the south from the nursery and he had a look. I said, the tree that took the measurements and the tree was was sinking that much about a, more than a meter was going down in the swamp mm-hmm. because the heavy tree was. There's oh yeah, what do we do? Lift up the tree and put um, a foundation on the there. Uh, I call it piles. Put piles. Put piles on the there and side logs and put the tree on top. Mound it all up again, and tie it back all again, and but the tree died. The tree died anyway. The tree died anyway. This, we so need they thought any. that they could actually um, 
have a base, a sort of foundation base. If we had done this straight stop, away, to have done it straight away, okay, then would have maybe, maybe would have, and that would have stopped the, the the tree from sinking because the oak yeah. tree wasn't right for that. Moist. No, it came from a dry sandy soil and went to a wet pitty soil. And they wanted the oak tree, even though you'd advised. They wanted an oak anyway, tree. Anyway, that's yeah. politics. It's just talking politics. <laughs> that's not fair. I mean, and, uh, and that is based of, I think, based of tax tax money. Yeah. Taxpayer yeah, yeah. money. Yeah. And they shouldn't do that. Unless, uh, well, nobody expected a tree go sinking down. I mean. So what happened to all the bones in the back of the boot? You just had to eventually oh, give them back the, to the, the guy, cemetery. Yeah, and I went to the nonce and I said, uh, uh, <clears throat> I went to the police first, and they said, oh, contact the nonce. They didn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> and they said, okay. Because I went to the nonce, and they said, oh, can I, what do we do with all the bones that come from the cemetery, most likely from from the, your Convent. members? And they said, oh, oh, oh. Uh, well, uh, she said, we, we dig a hole in the cemetery at the back, and then we put all the whole lot together. They, they dug a hole, and I brought in the five bags of bones, and they put it all together. Wow. Mass grave. Mm. Mass grave. Mm. The nuns happy. Everybody was happy again. Happy. Yeah, yeah. Did you have a little kind of ritual ceremony? No? But they did. That's their problem. That, Not they, that's their, their thing, yeah. 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 And, yeah. Um, oh, sometimes you've got funny things. Eh? <laughs> but um, you also did a lot of sort of ongoing study, didn't you? Really? I was always... Uh, uh, the last, you did surveying, yeah. didn't you? Know? Yeah, surveying. Yeah, that was part of my study. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, mm. quite high level stuff that you. Were well, having. the council paid for it. Yeah, yeah. They sent me to and they say you need to you know need to know more about that. Okay, study again. Yeah. I did uh, eleven years uh, night study, night classes, and that sort of thing. Night off daytime, and I went. Uh, what I really liked, enjoyed it was uh, the Floriade. That's once in a ten year, a big show in in the Netherlands, and that was at that time was in Amsterdam, and that's now a park. The old shows is now turned into a park, and this is still going there. And the Floriade is still the Floriade. Oh yeah, every ten years, it was at eighty two. Is it like the Chelsea Flower Show? Is it like a? It's something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's but, not all just tulips. But it's only in ten. No, 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 no. no. Uh, New Zealand got a part um, par two. Okay. Yeah, in Australia, uh, Aussie. Oh, it's an international garden show. International, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but mainly from the Netherlands, but they they got invited too. And, uh, 82 days, and they asked me if I want to bring in something. Uh, I said, no, <laughs> because I was planning to go to New Zealand, but I didn't tell anybody yet. Yeah. I haven't told them. That you were planning to come to New Zealand? No because I had troubles with the mayor, and I think better not to tell him that. I could say and do what I wanted, because I was going anyway. Yeah, yeah. And that was in the early 80s you came from? 82. 82. Yeah. Yeah. And when I came in New Zealand, I realised that most Kiwis, they do their own garden. This landscaping was hard to start here. First of all, my English was terrible. It's still not too well, but still... It was terrible at that time. Anyway, there's like, I find it difficult to start for myself, my own business. Plus my kids, my daughter, want to be a teacher. And my son was more technician. He, didn't, he doesn't not like gardens. Well, he likes gardens, but he's not to work in it. Anyway, he's a technician. Mm. And uh, there's, I think, yeah, I'm now in my 40s. And I'm going to build it up 
it's all going, and then I retire, and nobody takes it over. This I didn't think it was a good idea. Uh, even the mayor in our town we were living at that time, he asked me if I want to do the maintenance of the town, mm-hmm. just like I did in, in the Netherlands. And I said, no, sorry. I, I, I said, I'm, not, I'm out of the politics. I don't want to start again. This, yes, I stayed away from it. You wanted to do your own thing? Yeah. Mm, which you could in New Zealand if you, if you, well, worked, I, if you worked hard. Yeah, I, I met a guy. He, is, uh, he had 22 acres and he had... Uh, uh, he wanted to grow flowers, but he was a painter, paper hanger. And uh, I said, okay. I said, can we work together? And that's what we did for, for a while. And he teaches me painting and paper hanging. And we were working the, the spare time in his garden, uh, growing flowers for the market in Auckland. Okay. But mm, the market was a tiny room from, what do you call it? Uh, Turners and Growers. Turners and Growers, yeah. Yeah, there's only a tiny front room, and that was the auction. Uh, now it is better. Now it is a good market. I used to go yeah. to Turners and Growers back in, way, way back, early 80s and late 70s, because we used to it was, in, it was in middle in town. Yeah, middle uh, of town. Yeah, yeah, where was it? You'd go Waterfront. down. Waterfront. And we used to have these food co-ops, and we'd go and out early in the morning and get all the food and bring it back. And Oh. Yeah, that was what you did. Yes, it was the trendy thing to avoid the supermarkets, and we'd all do food co-ops, and we'd all go down and buy all the food, and then we'd all distribute all it right, yeah, yeah. to all these people during, on a particular day of the week. Yeah, but now you've got proper markets, flower markets, with a clock and everything. And you got yes. proper selling markets. Yeah, yeah when I was, um, uh, well, we, we stopped painting and papering together, as a bit uh, together. Just I went on my own, and he went on his own, and I thought, I'm so okay. I can do it myself too. There's, from that on, I was working for myself here in New Zealand. And um, I started growing color lilies and uh, exported them to uh, all over the world. I sent them to the Netherlands. I, I, I think that that gave me a You got pleasure. satisfaction? <laughs> I sent them to exporting Switzerland. To, yes. Exporting to back to yeah. Netherlands. And I sent them to New York. And the, but the main uh, export was to Tokyo. Yeah. Tokyo, I sent some, sometimes a couple of thousand a day uh, flowers to Tokyo. Mm. A couple of thousand a day. And that was all right until 9-11 came and the Twin Towers collapsed and the whole market crashed. And it didn't pick up really. And uh, the, the price was that bad. I said to my wife, I said, if the Japanese want flowers, they can grow on their own. I said, <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. Because I stopped doing that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It was, it was not worth it anymore. Right, right. But it was a... Was it, I loved was, it. it was you loved it? Oh, right. yeah. And you, you, you did produce your own sort of canna lilies? Uh, yeah, my own own, uh, own varieties, yes. You and created your own colours? Yes, I, n- I named one after my mother and I went and named them after my sister and uh, named one after my girlfriend. Cool. And that's on my wife. Yeah. And uh, that's how I grow the flowers. And, th- and then I had a new one, and I, I got a cousin in Yokohama. And she married in Japanese. Okay. And I called her and I said, hey, what is a very popular girl's name? And she said, oh, we got just a new princess, and that's called, uh, I don't know, what was her name? I've forgotten. Anyway, she, she said, that's a, that's a very popular name. I said, okay, and I named that flower after the princess in Japan. Yeah. And it sold straight away good. Sold really well. Yeah, it was very good. But it must have been fun exporting to Japan. Did you go? You didn't get to Japan yourself. Oh, I've been there twice. Oh, you went down to look yeah. at this. No, no, setup. no, no. I've been there uh, on 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 traffic on, on 
on my way to the Netherlands. Okay. Stop over in uh, Tokyo. And but uh, the first time was just an experiment, and the second time I was there it was just a nasty earthquake, and everything was blocked. I wanted to visit my my uh, cousin. Yes. But I couldn't do that. It was too was not good. But I, I picked uh, the, my best days, but uh, I picked about 2,000 colors in, in, in the day. And I have to pick them and bring them in the packing shed yeah. and uh, sort them all in lengths, you know, 60 centimeters, 80 centimeters, 120, the really long ones, yeah. and then in, in the boxes, and depending how many in, in the length in the box. And uh, they, uh, then I pay, oh, well, I had to go to a bat because they had to be uh, poisoned for uh, insects, no live insects found. Sure, you had to do all that. Oh, you had to go in a bath. Yeah, you? I put them in a bath, yeah. Uh, and then they have to dry again before you can put them in a the box. Because yeah. in the afternoon they were drying and put them in a the box. 2,000 of these things? Yes, but there was not all expert quality. The suckers went in bundles and we sold them on the roadside. Mm-hmm. That's, that's for the locals. So did you have people picking for you? Or did you... No, I did myself. Wow. I did myself. There was a couple of uh, weeks very, very busy, and that was usually November, December. It was very busy. December was all slowing down. And um, when it was all picked and packed, and I put them in my car, and some, my, sometimes I had more than 30 boxes in my car, and things. so drove to the airport in Auckland, and there was a big cool store. I had the key of the cool store. There's any time, day or night, I could go there, put my flowers there with my dockets, and then they send it to the auctioneers in wherever they need Whatever it. country? Yeah, mo- just mainly mainly Tokyo. Mainly Tokyo, yeah. yeah. And so, um, like, in Tokyo, I noticed in the supermarkets, yeah. all the fruit is incredibly fresh and incredibly sweet and yeah. incredibly good and tasty, and there's nothing messy about the fruit, and, like, the strawberries are sweet as. And mm-hmm. even little, like, sort of corner store shop sort of greengrocers, all their market produce is in Mikapikabu. I think, where do they get it all from? <laughs> it's just... It just from all over the world. Apparently, if it's got any mark on it, they chuck it out that day and yep. it's all new stuff comes in. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of waste. A lot of waste. They don't have anything. Hmm. But it's also... It's not like it's picked early and it tastes sort of not very sweet. It seems like they still get them when they're really... Right. Prime co- Yeah. Yeah. It's very attractive. I'm always suspicious because you can spray them too, eh? I don't know what they do, but... Yeah, like I, the kiwi fruit, they spray in and on the way and it starts ripening. Yeah, oh, is that, is that how that makes it ripe? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, I was pretty impressed. I'm sure that, you know, they would have loved their canna lilies, you know, coming in every single other all the time. I had once, uh, it was the end of the season, and, and I was early that year, and I was nearly finished, and I got a... a Phone call from my the guy from the airport. I said, "Oh, you got some that and that flower." I said, "Oh, they are finished. They're nearly dead now." But it was a beautiful Bordeaux color, like like the thing there, that color more. A Bordeaux color, a re- yeah. Yeah, but it's a nice red, dark red. I said, "Oh, I got it in customer in in, in New York. He wants ten boxes." I said, "If I do really my best, I can cut maybe three boxes, but not ten. So give me anything you got, and I picked them, and I was I felt so guilty because they were nearly dead, and, but that was the whole thing when they were nearly dead. They beautiful color, yes, and it looked like there were stars on, they, yeah, and they wanted for Christmas. I had a really good price, but I I still was not happy about it. Quality and service and stuff. No, but they quality. wanted it. 
That one did, yeah. yeah. But the same in Auckland when we started. They, they, they came from Turner Groves. They said, oh, we, we visit you and see, have a look. We had an order of um, climbing beans there. And the guy said, oh, there are nice flowers. I think he doesn't know what It's beans instead of flowers. Come on. And he wanted the, he wanted the um, yeah. flowers of the bean. Yeah. No, we didn't do we didn't, You didn't sell it to him. <laughs> then he, he, uh, I sent a... If you do cut flowers, they have to be in bud because then they last. And if you do like, uh, the, like I think there was the clunky at the time, the, um, they were all nice and bud. We, we sent them to the market, first quality, really good. Got a phone call from Auckland. What do we do with those weeds? How do you mean weeds? Well, there is no, hardly no color. We can't sell that. We can throw it in the rubbish bin. And that's what they did. Oh, I got nothing for it. Oh. They were nearly finished flowering. Four bloom. I sent them to the market at top price. They last three days on the fast and they're gone. Instead of three, three, four weeks. Right. And then you can see the whole progress. It's open the flowers, open it, open it, and, and then, nah, they want the full bloom. They want the colour. Now, they want colour. Right now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then they complain, last only two or three days. But you still get paid. Yeah, it was a good price. Mm. I'm not complaining about that, but... Mm. So was it was it satisfying or was it hard moving from, like, running, like, being involved in these big town projects and then going into exporting and planting your own thing? Oh, I loved it. Okay. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Had, had, yeah doing your own, own boss, you can do what you want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In New Zealand. Mm. In lovely New Zealand. And I still got a lot of customers that want painting and paper hanging. Because I did that in between. Oh, you did that as well? I did that as well, yeah. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. You know, like, um, this is our start to the year and it's just really nice to sort of kick off with a bit of a... Something yeah. from, like, his, his, you know, a, a history of things and a story that's mm. Mm. a good story. Yeah, I'm nearly, I'm nearly history, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You're looking... Like, heaps of energy left. Heaps of energy left. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, I think that whole, like, and all these books here are just so, you know, attentively done. Like, they're so, sort of unique. They've, they're done with an, a kind of inquiring approach. Like, these little cartographic images, you've drawn these little maps of towns. Um, I love cartography. Yeah. And and you can see, like, the railway and the cows and and where the cafe is and where the, where the canal boats are. And, I mean, they're all... Um, Really, kind of yeah. intimate portrayals of, of of like local places and local plants. Yeah, most most of the councils in the Netherlands got something like that. I'm not sure if they carried on with it when I left in '82. So I'm not sure what they're doing now. It was 40 years ago. Yeah, yeah. because here in yeah. um, in Mahara at Mahara Gallery, Janet, every mm-hmm. year they the um, the school kids mm-hmm. they go to um, the bird sanctuary. Yeah, Namanu. And Janet, being Janet, she ha- they go there and they they look at all the birds. But she she gets them to get involved in stories at school about these dif- the, the different discoveries. And then she yeah. produces these beautiful books. And the books, the covers, are the, is full of like the the, the kids' arts works of what they've seen at, yeah, at, yeah. at Namanu. And um, yeah, and so they, they become beautiful books. But the artwork and the covers of them are all sort of collages of all the work mm. that these kids have done. So I guess um, you know Janet has initiated that, which is amazing. And it's you know really, take really sort of can carry well, on. You've got a lot of primary schools here, and I think it would be nice if uh, 
if you've got people involved and so, some people that like birds and well they can do something like one of them do all the birds and another one can do all the plants all the trees all shrubs you know, and why can I let the, all the houses on the hill are the trees, tree, mm -hmm. tree names on the streets. And yep. down on the flat here, all the streets are the bird names. Oh, oh. So down on the flat, we're the birds, and up on the hill, they're the trees. Yeah. I don't know what they're down at the beach. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah, but that's the how kids, kids want to walk through town anyway. And the teacher can take uh, take the kids home and walk in town and, and, and yeah. have an ed educational thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not everybody's interested, but yeah. No, I, I actually when I was at a ARA, we part of that thing was we also did outreach to schools and mm. um, and we would draw up little these little we'd draw up these little maps of the, of the area and we'd take yeah. the kids we'd take the kid we'd have little like you've got one two three four yeah. which are just specific to different locations and, and activities and, and they're little so around the and I'd take these kids out there and then we'd come back and we would. Um, We'd have a big screen, and we'd, yep. we'd project their plans onto the screen, and um, and we, yeah, we'd we'd just just for them to notice what what's working in their neighbourhood, mm. and what they like about their neighbourhood, and mm. and what makes them feel well, like that that could be a owner if you come in here, and there's a owner then. Yeah, I must look back at all that because I think it's um that Vernuff stuff now for New Zealand. We're going into medium density housing. You know, we're having more. We're, we're now yep. be able to get a consent for three story high buildings. And much more on the site, and so what's happening is there's been a real rush in this recent building boom, and everyone's getting into this. You know, all the developers are getting into medium density, and they're getting consents to build all these three-story high. You, you don't know. need an elevator, then, eh? Maybe three. I don't think so. No, three-story. But stories. they're they're going up all over Capiti. It's sort of the big thing. Hmm. But if they just do that and don't understand, you know, the, the sort of public spaces between these buildings, it's yep. just more resources. It's like Putting people into houses and and putting like building resources into a site, but they're actually not maximising the site by giving people a community to to move into. And we yeah. need, we, I think we, you know, we could, we need to sort of revisit that whole Vernuf thing as an example of how if people are living in high high it's, to medium it, density, it's not all positive. Eh? If you do too many shrubs around, you have got uh, problems too with um, ladies walking in the dark around. Yeah. To, that could be and uh, that could be a problem, and it sometimes is is this a problem sometimes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, They're not safe. Not safe. Mm. Okay, I see what you mean. You have to be. Uh, you have to plenty lighting and, and that sort of things. Yeah, That's yeah. What you have to look for. Yeah, I think they would yeah. have had that, and uh, yeah, I think they have that all sort of. It's, a lot of the Werner, you've got it. In the Werner, you've got it. Yeah. yeah, and they've got all different sort of paving types for different sorts of paces of right. movement and, yeah. and and paces types mm -hmm. of vehicles and what. And so, yeah. so the paving can also be navigatable for yeah. people to know and different sort of layouts and orientation of paving, as well as a bit of planting and a few sort of seatings hmm. and things. Um, but you have to be careful. We can have a whiskey now. Eh? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's go across to Salter Wood Cafe. Um, thank you, Ben. You're welcome. Um, I hope you. I hope the listeners really enjoy hearing your story, and and I think it's I don't know I think it's vital because Capity can I think we've got so many parks and we've got so many open places and we really need to um, bring in the expertise and and look at what how the resources are distributed you know to benefit people's 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 experience mm. of the urban place mm. and you've you've done this so thank you no oh, you're welcome I like it. This is Local Architecture Now.
I enjoyed my time. Oh, good, Ben. With the two and ladies here. and um, Ben, who's of a certain age and very active still in, in areas of um, lifestyle living in, yeah. in Levin. And um, we're really, um, it's great to start the year off with you. Thank you. Thank you. This program was made with assistance from New Zealand on air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.org.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand on air.